Hello, on today's episode, we are talking all about journaling. Not only has it been proven to help people manage their stress and anxiety on a whole host of topics, from exam stress right up to really terrible illnesses, but it's been found to be a great way to own your own story and narrative. In this episode, we'll be exploring the ways in which it is beneficial and why you should start a journal today. We'll also delve into the world of gratitude and what one Californian university, Berkeley, has discovered about students who completed gratitude letters daily. The findings are pretty impressive. So here we go. Hello and welcome to the Alternative GCSE podcast. My name is Emma Howe and I have been teaching in education now for a very, very long time. I have also successfully run a business outside of the mainstream education for around 10 years and my business is flourishing. I am really, really passionate about education reform. That is education to benefit the child into adulthood as opposed to just learning facts, sitting in classrooms and being bored, which is what our current teens are having to face. I created this podcast as a means and an escape really, as a way to delve into other topics surrounding how to help our teens flourish in their adult life. I hope you enjoy it and I hope it stimulates conversations amongst you and your peers. So in today's episode we will be talking about journaling. It's an old idea but it seems that it's even more powerful now than ever before to hold the narrative of your life. When I was a teenager I kept a diary which is pretty much like journaling and I kept them for so many years. I think I started when I was about 15 and I ran it all the way up to the age of 21 I got out of journaling, but more recently I have been creating gratitude gratitude journals and they are a really beneficial way to recenter and refocus. And throughout today's episode, I'll be explaining why it might be a good idea for you to get into the hang of it. So there's a few ways in which journaling actually massively improves your life. One of the first ways is that it reduces stress. An overabundance of stress can be damaging to your physical, mental and emotional health. It's proven journaling is an incredible stress management tool. Good for you, kind of good for, good for you. Sorry, it's a good for you habit that lessens the impact of physical stresses on your health. In a study, researchers found that those with various medical conditions and anxiety who wrote for just 15 minutes three days a week over a 12-week period had increased feelings of well-being and fewer depressive symptoms after just a month. Their mental well-being continued to improve during the 12 weeks of journaling. And in fact, another study showed that for only 15 to 20 minutes or three to five times over the course of a four-month period was enough to lower blood pressure and improve liver function. Plus, writing about stressful experiences can help you manage them in a healthy way. The best way to do it, actually, is before you go to bed and it helps you unwind and distress. The other benefit of journaling is to improve immune function. Believe it or not, expressive writing can strengthen your immunity and decrease your risk of illness. 
Those who journal boast improved immune system functioning and it even strengthens immune cells. And all this stuff is backed up by a lot of science, as well as lessened symptoms of asthma and rheumatoid arthritis. Expressive writing has been shown to improve liver and lung function, as I've already mentioned, and combat certain diseases. It's even been reported to help the wound, like people that are wounded, heal faster. Not only that, but it keeps your memory sharp. Journaling helps keep your brain in shape and it boosts your memory comprehension and increases your working memory capacity, which may reflect improved cognitive processing, which is what we all need. Doesn't matter what age you are. It can also help with this verb that's a bit strange called brooding. And that's where you have an emotional event. It can be anything, a traumatic event, it could be something that you're worried about, and it can help you break away from the non-stop cycle of obsessively thinking and brooding over what has happened. I am sure everybody listening has been in a stressful situation where you cannot think about anything else apart from that one thing that's stressing you out, and it becomes almost compulsively on your mind. And right now, because we're in the midst of exam periods, That could be the fact that you are stressed about exams. Write out your feelings, write out your worries. And actually, by doing that, it may help you to harness what you're most worried about and focus in on that particular skill or that particular topic. And then you're able to combat it rather than having all of these things cycling and like whirlpooling around in your brain instead. It does also create awareness. Writing down your feelings, writing about a difficult situation can help you understand it better. The act of putting an experience into words and structure allows you to form new perceptions about events. Some studies show that writing about a traumatic event immediately after it happens, however, could make it feel worse. So maybe just wait a little bit. The other thing that it does is it actually boosts your mood. Journaling creates a better kind of symptom, which is social awareness, and it can regulate your emotion. Brain scans of people who wrote about their feelings showed that they were able to control their emotions better than those who wrote about just a neutral experience. The study also found that writing about feelings in an abstract way was more calming than writing vividly, which means you write around the subject as opposed to exactly what happened. It also encourages opening up. So writing privately about a stressful event could encourage some to reach out for social support. And this also can help with emotional healing. And the craziest piece of research that I discovered when I was researching this today is that it can actually speed up physical healing. And I can't tell you how many boys and girls walk into my classes on crutches from various sports injuries. But there was a study, and it was a short study, to be honest with you, a small sample. There was 49 adults in New Zealand, and they found that those who wrote for 20 minutes about their feelings on upsetting events healed faster after a biopsy than those who wrote about daily activities. And similarly, college students who wrote about stressful events were less likely to get sick compared to those who wrote about neutral topics like their room. Obviously, all this is done kind of under lab experiments, but it is really, really interesting. So how do you start journaling? Well, first of all, you could try it on paper, just obviously pen and paper. The key thing is to make it a habit. So pick a time of day that's good for you. You don't need a lot of time. Five, 10 minutes is enough. Keep it simple. Just 
don't overthink things you can set a timer if you like and do what feels right you don't have to worry about your spelling or your sentence structure or anything like that it's only you reading it you could write on anything a beautiful notebook scraps of paper you could do a voice memo as well as a form of journaling and some of you might like to get creative so you might like to write you know make poetry compose a song draw some art or try bullet journaling which is a whole instagrammable thing if you guys are interested in looking up what bullet journaling is but if you start a gratitude journal that can actually be much much better so we're going to go and delve into what a gratitude journal is right now so gratitude journals are basically a way of saying you're grateful for something and there was a study that was done at Berkeley now Berkeley is a Californian kind of uh, university it's not a kind of university it is a university and they along with many other kind of Ivy League universities have done a lot of research all around gratitude journaling Gratitude journaling is literally saying kind of three things or four things that you're grateful for or kind of only focusing on the things that you're grateful for and eliminating. So it's a little bit different from journaling in that you focus purely on the positive. And their findings were really quite interesting. They did a quite a big study of 300 adults and they were around college age, so like 17, 18 year olds. They recruited participants just before they were beginning their first session of counselling. So these were pupils that had realised they kind of needed some kind of support, which I believe everyone should have counselling, but that's just my own opinion. Um, Lots of schools, as I've mentioned, one flagship country, um, Finland for education, in my opinion, and many other people's opinions, um, they have, every single student has a specific counsellor that they will meet either weekly or bi-weekly as part of their education and it's free for everybody and funnily enough Finland has the lowest counts of mental health issues and problems and a whole heap of other things because every week they see a counsellor we don't have that in this um in the UK and definitely the USA doesn't have that either because it's very expensive to see a counsellor and you have to be in a very difficult situation to be able to get funding for such a thing So a gratitude journal is obviously a much cheaper way of doing it. But here's what they found, right? So they recruited participants just before they began their first session of counselling. And on average, they reported clinically low levels of mental health at the time before they did anything. The majority of people seeking counselling services at this university struggled mostly with depression and anxiety. And Anxiety can crop up at any time in any moment, in any way, sorry, in anybody's life. And exam stress often comes with a bit of anxiety. They randomly assigned uh, their participants into three groups. Um, but interestingly, this is what they found. Compared with the participants who wrote about negative experiences or only received counselling, those who wrote gratitude letters reported significantly better mental health four weeks and 12 weeks after their writing exercise ended, which suggests that gratitude writing can be beneficial not just for healthy, well-adjusted individuals, but also for those who struggle with mental health concerns. In fact, it seems practising gratitude on top of receiving psychological counselling carries greater benefits, and of course it would. But they also found that gratitude unshackles us from toxic emotions. 
They compared the percentage of positive emotion words to negative. And they found, again, that the group doing the gratitude letters did much better and they had more positive words in general when they were having a conversation. However, perhaps gratitude letter writing produces better mental health by shifting one's attention away from toxic emotions such as resentment and envy and instead focuses you on the positives. Gratitude even helps you when you don't share it. They told the participants of this study, they were assigned to write gratitude letters, that they weren't required to send their letters to their intended recipient. And in fact, 23% of participants who wrote gratitude letters sent them. But those who didn't send their letters still enjoyed the same benefits. But gratitude does take time. It's important to note that the mental health benefits of gratitude writing did not start immediately. So don't expect if you're very anxious and you suddenly start writing a gratitude letter or you write three things down that you're grateful for, that you're suddenly going to feel better. It does take a while. And they found that at the point of 12 weeks, people were feeling much better. So if you start now, and we're in April right now, you are looking at around June by the time you're going to feel really good and much more positive. And the most interesting thing is that gratitude actually has lasting effects on the brain. The the scientists at Berkeley used fMRI scanners, which are really cool scanners. They're like MRI scanners, but you can speak and it looks at brain activity whilst in motion. They used it to measure brain activity while people from each group did a pay it forward task. In that task, the individuals were regularly given a small amount of money to buy a nice person called the benefactor. This benefactor only asked that they pass the money on to someone if they felt grateful. Our participants then decided how much of the money, if any, to pass on to a worthy cause. They wanted to distinguish donations motivated by gratitude from like other motivations of guilt or obligation. And what they found um, across the participants that when people felt more grateful, their brain activity was distinct from brain activity related to guilt and the desire to help a cause. More specifically, they found that when people were generally more grateful, it gave them more money to a cause and it showed greater neural sensitivity in the medial prefrontal cortex, which is about learning and decision making. So this suggests that people who are more grateful are also more attentive to how they express gratitude. And when compared with those who wrote the gratitude letters with those who didn't, the letter, the gratitude writers showed greater activation in the medial prefrontal cortex when they experienced gratitude in the fMRI scanner, which is quite striking because it was only three months after it began, which shows that just expressing gratitude definitely has longer lasting effects on the brain. Obviously, this is one study and it was only 300 participants, but it was a very thorough study. And I just wanted to share it with you because there is a lot of science that goes into this and you may never have done a gratitude journal before, but I urge you to. So why don't you start? Just take a piece of paper out, write down three or four things that you're super grateful about. It could literally be, I am grateful that it's getting warmer. I am grateful that I have a really good meal for my dinner tonight. And I'm grateful that I can go to school and learn. Like there are three things that you can focus on. 
and just do it every day and you'll start to really slow down sometimes when I do it I really slow down and you take stock of actually my life is very good and it helps you to balance and focus and sometimes when you're in a vortex of stress that you can be when you're doing exams especially it's nice to come out of it for a moment take a step back look outside the situation and my partner actually said something really funny today he said you some people will stand on a rake and then they'd get hit in the head and they'd wonder why but they keep doing it because they never step back and think oh actually I'm hitting myself on my head because I'm hitting the rake with my foot and the idea is that if you keep doing what you're doing if you keep getting stressed and anxious about exams but never do anything about it you're going to keep getting the same results so why not try gratitude writing or journaling as a way of owning your narrative owning your story and get away from the fear and the spiraling effect that can happen when you do feel down. It doesn't just apply to, you know, exams. It can apply to any situation in your life where you feel like something's going out of control. This is a way to refocus, ground yourself, and slow down. And sometimes we all need that. It doesn't matter what age. So definitely encourage you to do that. Have a lovely week. Next week, I will be focusing on meditation and its benefits. Meditation is always a bit airy-fairy for some, but again, there's been so much research into the field of meditation, especially since the, well, in the last 10 years. And again, it's quite mind-blowing, the positive effects it actually has on your brain in rewiring your brain and helping you focus and build not just the ability to enhance your memory, but also the ability to regulate your emotions. Have a lovely week. 